All right, everybody, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, you are here with Preston Graves and Aaron Shipman. Uh, we wanted to give a shout out to everybody uh, for supporting last time. Got some rave reviews, uh, really good, really good feedback from the first episode. So just from, from me and Preston, we just want to say we appreciate everybody that listened. Yeah, man, appreciate it, appreciate it. All right, first things first, um, we have a new World Series champion. The Atlanta Braves were able to go to Houston and pull it out in game six. So don't want to spend too much time on baseball. Um, congrats to the Atlanta Braves. They w- went to Houston. Wish they would have got it done in Atlanta, but were able to go to Houston, get it done. Uh, I, I still don't believe they were the best team in baseball this year, but like I was talking to with uh, with somebody I work with, it ain't about being the best sometimes. Sometimes it's about getting a lucky break. So just real quick, we're not going to spend, spend much time on it. Just want to say congrats to the Braves. Well done. First championship since 1995. So, again, congrats to the Atlanta Braves. All right. Let's go right into the Travis Scott incident, man. Apparently, yeah. I'm going to reference this uh, – this article that I've got here. Yeah. This happened November 5th, the night of November 5th. Apparently, Travis Scott and Drake were performing. And from what from what I can tell, there was a I don't want to call it a riot, but apparently um there were I believe eight deaths and a dozen injuries and in what they and what you could call some some form of uh almost like a mosh pit almost, man. Uh, people got trampled. They were uh, very severe injuries. And I believe the the count was about, did they say it was like 50,000 there? Yeah, it was quite a bit. 50,000 people. What are your thoughts on that, man? This is, uh, first of all, condolences and, and prayers out to the families of all the victims. It's a terrible tragedy. We hate to hear anything like that happening. But what are your thoughts on something like that, man? What? What do you what do you think? And what are your initial thoughts? Hey man, it's uh it's very sad, you know. You going to a concert to have fun, make memories, and then just you know, stuff like that happens. But I mean, I mean, he he has to take some of the blame because I mean this is this is what he does. I mean, he he encourages fans to rush the stage uh there's a couple incidents where where, you know he told security let the fans come and they just came running so he has to take some fault of it um but the man it's just it's just it's just it was just poorly handled on on so many levels and you know, to the eight eight people that die, man, it's just it's just it's just you don't know like who can like you you want to blame him because it's his event, but you know he can't take all the blame because he's he's on stage performing. And- yeah, and that's that's about where I'm at with it, man. I don't I don't know who to who to necessarily point the finger at. You know, like yeah, he got to shoulder some blame, but like it's it's. There's so many questions, you know, and that, as you probably know, man, there's, there's lawsuits coming out of everywhere. You know, anybody that got injured, yeah. uh, the families of the people that lost uh, people. Because you don't, because no, nobody goes to to a concert expecting there to be that type of risk, you know, that level of risk. That's not, that's just not something you think about, Yeah, you know. So I don't know who should shoulder the, the brunt of that blame. I mean, obviously – I mean, any lawsuit's going to be in, in against Travis Scott and possibly Drake as well, with him being there too. Um, but as far as who who to who to hold responsible, I don't know, man. Um, I don't know if. First of all, how do you contain that that amount of people? Yeah, you know? man, that's 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 a lot, man. That's a lot of people, and you know, a lot of fans happy to see they, you know probably their favorite artists, you know, just excited, not really, you know, thinking about all that, man, it's just, you got a bunch of videos of fans on stage telling them to stop the show, 
uh, cameraman telling the fans to go back in a row. And you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just, it's just, it's just, that's just a crazy. What crazy. I'm seeing, I'm, I'm going to quote this article here. This is on uh, yahoo.com. Around 50,000 people were in the audience. Houston's NRG uh, park when the crowd started pushing toward the stage. The scout was performing um, and it triggered chaotic scenes. Um, let's see. Um, there's an individual that's suing. I'm going to leave names out of it. Um, they felt an immediate push at the front of the general admission section as Travis Scott got, got on the stage. Uh, the crowd became chaotic and a stampede began. Uh, many big security guards hired by Live Nation Entertainment for help, but were ignored. Wow. That's crazy, man. Uh, let's see. As Drake came on stage alongside Travis Scott, he helped incite the crowd, even though he knew of uh, Travis Scott's prior conduct. Uh, continued to perform even as the crowd became out of control and the crowd mayhem continued. Well, I, <laughs> my thing is, man, like, everybody's going to shoulder some blame, but as a, you know, as a performer, is he able to, with, with 50,000 people in front of you, is he able to see exactly what's going on? I'm, I don't know. I've never been in that. Like, even even my wife asked me. She was like, you know, like, is he is he supposed to stop it for, you know, is he supposed to? St-? I'm like, yeah, I, my, I'm thinking like, yeah, like, mm-hmm. if you see if you see the ambulance come and you see somebody fainting, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure you're like, you know, like, hey, man, let's stop the beat. <laughs> Hey, I got a I got a fan down, you know what I mean? But it's just like hey man, it it I feel like it's it, he 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 know that somebody passed out. Like there's a video saying let the ambulance come through. I think he should have stopped it cuz even if it's just one person, hey man, that that life does matter that one person you you need to see if that one person is okay i think if he would have did that i mean he might have saved more lives maybe but i mean you you gotta i think you gotta stop it like mm-hmm. i mean i know i would like it's it's a life that's somebody that's somebody's kid getting trampled on because because of idiotic people being fanboys i'm reading uh you know this this got a different level of weight to it now that i'm reading this article uh this says in 2017 scott was arrested after he encouraged fans to bypass security and rush the stage leaving a security guard and a police officer several others injured during a concert in arkansas huh well given that context i blame him Hmm. you know if that's if that's what a normal uh, travis scott concert looks like and this has been something that's been an issue before. I mean, then I got to blame him. He got to he's got a shoulder to the brunt of that blame. If 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 he allows that type of atmosphere to to go on, you know, and he's telling them to bypass security and stuff. I mean, and it and uh, given this was what four or five years ago. I mean, uh, just just from reading this article um, that was posted yesterday, I just think. Uh, Hey man, if that's the if that's the type of energy you you're looking for, you got to be willing to deal with the consequences. But this this here is something that I've never necessarily heard before. So yeah, he's gonna show a, he's gonna show a lot of this blame and and probably deservedly so. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a big big fan of Travis Scott. I never. I mean, I probably heard some of his songs. I'm not gonna say I never heard none of his songs. I heard some of his songs. I'm not a I'm not a big fan, but um, but yeah, man, if you if you are inviting that energy then this is this is the result i mean it it shows it kind of shows like the fact that the lack of that he don't care it seems like if 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 this is like a normal behavior for him in his concerts to let the fans rush knowing you got kids in the in the stands um listening to your music Mm -hmm. so i mean he he does have to take some of the blame i mean it's not He's not innocent, um, but I mean, he's got to do better than what refunding money and 
giving half-ass apologies on social media. Yeah. Like, hey, bro, you, you think you rubbing your forehead is gonna convince me that you're sincere? <laughs> when you right when you act when your actions are showing me differently. Exactly. Exactly. That's it's a sad situation. I hate to hear uh, anybody losing their life. Um, yeah, especially especially in a, in a way such as that. Um, so again, condolences to the families. Uh, prayers out to the families and to all that's injured. Hopefully, uh, praying for a speedy recovery. Um, we'll shift the focus over to basketball. Uh, like I said, we're not a we're not a sports podcast. Where we touch we touch a little bit of everything. So uh, we'll hit basketball real quick. Um, we'll give our we'll give our fantasy basketball update. Uh, Preston is three and zero. Oh. He got another undefeated. Win. Another they win this week. <laughs> Congrats to him. I'm two and one, so I was able to pick up the win. Um, and, I got, little- and, I, and I just got Zach Levine for cheap. <laughs> <laughs> we just made a trade. Uh, y'all tell me if I lost the trade. I, I I I think I won the trade, but it's actually a pretty even trade. All right, I took uh, I got Julius Randall for Zach Levine. I like that trade a lot, a whole lot. I don't feel like anybody loses in that trade. But uh, as far as my lineup's concerned, uh, I got Trey Young, Bradley Bill, Harrison Barnes, Kevin Durant, uh, Christian Wood, Luka Doncic. Um, I've got John Collins, who's day to day. Zach Levine, who will be traded by Wednesday. Uh, Dejounte Murray and uh, Rashawn Holmes are currently in my lineups. Not not bad. Yep, and uh, you know my lineup. I got both the Ball brothers. Um, I got Booker. I got uh, I got Mello, the real Mello. Hey Bridges. I got uh Randall for now. Gary Payton, and um Porzingis. And of course LeBron is on my bench because, like she predicted, he got hurt, and <laughs> I just got and <laughs> there and I can't and I can't take him off my roster for some reason. <laughs> So hey, why are you on LeBron? We might, as well, we might as well go ahead and talk about his health, man. What's what's the deal, man? What's what's going on with your boy? I know I predicted it, but I'm only going based off a trend of what I've seen the last two years. Uh, hey man, Father Time's undefeated. That's what they say, right? Uh, I think the, the minutes is catching up to him. I mean, he if you think about all the minutes that he's played over his careers, man, that's that's more than uh, anybody has played in the NBA. Period. So, you know, just just too many minutes. Some of it dumb luck. Well, I guess it ain't luck. It was luck for the other team, but you know, just 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 man, just just upsetting that my man is on the decline, you know, kind of like uh not not like Kobe at in his last years, but it seems like he's getting there. I mean, the injuries ain't just getting injured, man. He's looking. He's starting to look like your boy, uh, Anthony Davis. Yeah, that's unfortunate too. Which, which is, which, which may be the reason why we couldn't see. You remember when we made the the Westbrook trade, and we couldn't see the point. It's, it's looking good now. It's looking good now. It's looking like you know that was that was the Lakers' fail safe to ensure that they could they could hand the ball to Russ and allow him to do basically what he did with Washington. Well. And OKC too. Basically, let Russ be Russ while while we dealing with two superstars that just can't seem to stay healthy. So, I don't know. It's right now. It's an abdominal strain. Um, it's believed to be minor. Frank Vogel's got him out for only about a week. Um, the ex strength and conditioning coach says a minor strain is at least four weeks. Um, so we'll we'll see. I mean, maybe it's not. I mean, maybe it's not uh, as bad as as we think it is. I mean, LeBron does. He's had some injuries in game that that should have took him out the game, and he just goes back and plays. So he, again, in in every in every facet of of the game, he's not normal, you know. So maybe his recovery time will be be a little quicker. But I do have concerns about uh, about LeBron James and his health. All right, um, let's talk new NBA jerseys, man. Which ones you? Which ones are catching your eye? Hey, so. Hey, these city jerseys, man, they uh they got a lot of good ones. Cause there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of teams in the NBA with bad jerseys. And this kind of uh this kind of helps some of them, some of the teams, because 
I'm I'm looking at them now, and uh, you know the Miami one. Miami always had nice jerseys. They've they've always been like had them, them loud color jerseys. So I'm 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 liking uh I'm liking Miami's and uh, Toronto's. I like the uh, I like the Hawks one, man. Yeah. That's a Hawks, good one. Hawks got a real nice city edition jersey. If not, they, so, so they call it city edition. Uh, just in case anybody wants to wants to take time to to look up the new NBA jerseys, um, I, I think that, I think it's a nice touch, man. I think it's a real nice feel. Yeah, it's it's, it's real. Uh, yeah, it gives them. Yeah, man, just just something different. You can't can't sit with the the traditional jerseys all the time man sometimes you got playing something new you got to catch up with the times yeah so it's a, it's a different look it's a different look i i'd encourage anybody just take a look at the at the new nba jerseys i mean it's every there's different strokes for different folks i mean everybody's not gonna like uh, what they've got but for the most part i think they've done a pretty good job with just just giving us a different feel it's just a different look that's 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 all it is but i think that atlanta hawks jersey i'm not saying it because i'm from georgia but I think that Atlanta Hawks jersey is pretty nice. Go check it out if you get a chance. All right. Uh, let's talk about Ben Simmons. So we just got news that the Celtics are interested in Ben Simmons. So my question to you is, what does a package look like from the Celtics end to acquire a Ben Simmons? Uh you either got to give up Tatum or Brown. That that's that's a must. They are not the Sixers is not taking draft picks for <laughs> for Ben just so you know just so you could build your team. Um, they already declined a bunch of offers in the summer because they didn't they weren't you know giving a a, a good package for Ben, but I think. They definitely asking too much for Ben. Um, I don't think he's worth like Jason Tatum and two draft picks. Like, come on, let's 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 be you know be real about the situation. Ben is a great player, but you're not gonna get that much for him after bashing him all summer on how he can't shoot, on how he can't even score in the fourth quarter, and he mm-hmm. melted in the playoffs. I'm not giving you my I'm not giving you my best player for that. That seems like a role player right there. You just you just described to me. So, hey, take these role players that I'm about to throw you, and uh, <laughs> hey, bro, give me give me the player you've been bashing all summer. So, uh, Philly is going to require, first of all, pretty much every almost almost I won't say pretty almost every team has somebody that's untouchable in the in the case of the Boston Celtics that player's name is Jason Tatum he's going to be untouchable there's nobody you can trade uh to the Celtics that they would be willing to give up Jason Tatum for um the 76ers won't looks like their main target is Jalen Brown but it doesn't look like the Celtics Celtics are willing to come off of Jalen Brown um as far as um, as far as the trade's concerned, I just don't. I don't. I don't know, man. I don't. Uh, possibly the Celtics may be willing to to move from Brown, but I think it would be a bad idea. Um, let me look up their record real quick. Uh, Boston Celtics. They're four and six, so yeah, they're they're not off to the best start. And um, I've heard of. Uh, Analysts often talk about what teams do is they take 10 game, 10 game increments and start to make moves after that. So right now they're four and six, which is why the news just broke that they're interested in uh, Ben Simmons. Um, so they played 10 games, they're 10, they're, they're 10 games in, and um, management is getting a little concerned. I, if, if I'm the Celtics, I'm just I'm going to wait it out. Um, I, I think they've got. I think they've got a tough team. I think they got some very good pieces. I think they just got to start putting it together because I'm not willing to come off of what the 76ers are going to want me to come off of to get a Ben Simmons that the league views as one dimensional. So I don't, I don't know what, what the right package is. 
I'm not coming off of Jalen Brown. I'm not coming off of Jason Tatum. Um, I think too highly of those two pieces. Uh, maybe they can put something else together, throw on some draft picks, because I still believe Boston still got quite a few draft picks. Um, but I'm not coming off of off of Jalen Brown. They just got to do business elsewhere. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna give up my my key pieces for for somebody you say can't play. That's just that's just ridiculous. Um, but now. If they do a, a straight up trade, you know what I mean, for for Ben and Brown, like who you think who you think wins that trade? Because me personally, I think I think Ben Simmons is a better player than Brown. Mm-hmm. So I definitely would think Boston won that. Uh will win that trade because if, I think if it was a straight up trade. Yeah, if it was a straight up trade, them two, boom, boom, done deal. I think Boston got just got way better because now you are, now you got a point guard who can, who can literally guard one through five, who was the runner up for defensive player of the year. So he showed you he can shut down other key players on other teams. It's just the mental, it's just the mental part that we'll probably get to him later. But I mean, Everybody went through something in their NBA season that made them tougher. So maybe mm-hmm. maybe what he went through last year might make him tougher and he might start shooting more. And if he does start shooting more, yeah, there's there's nobody stopping Ben Simmons in the NBA if he develops that jump shot. It yeah, because if uh if the Sixers were willing to take Jalen Brown straight up, that deal would have been done. Yeah. <laughs> the Sixers the Sixers want too much, man. They <laughs> They want too much. Like you'd be like, "Oh man, yeah, I'll take that straight up trade." And they'd be like, "No, I want all your draft picks for next year and the following year." You're like, "Whoa, dude, what's going on?" Like, it's right. like that. This is asking too much. Yeah, I, I just can't. I can't quite tell what's uh what what they're looking for. I don't know what what the Sixers want. Um, because they had uh, <laughs> I know they wouldn't want Horford because they had Horford. Yeah. You know, so so that wouldn't be the piece they're looking for. Uh, there's there, there's no telling, but I'm thinking. But Jalen Brown, according to uh, the tweet I read from Shams, um, Jalen Brown's a must for them to do business. So doesn't look like that business is going to happen. Yeah. Um. Last thing regarding the NBA, Zion Williamson. Uh, Charles Barkley made a hilarious joke about Zion saying. <laughs> Saying Zion looks like him and Shaq had a baby. <laughs> Zion, Zion is huge, man. What are, are are you concerned about him? I am. I'm. I'm. I'm always concerned with somebody who's getting worse in health because you know it's not a good look. Um, but yeah, man, I'm really concerned. Like, I don't know if this is a tactic for him to to want out because remember, James Harden got fat. And they sent him out. <laughs> so maybe try to take that James Harden route and get fat. And they'd be like, oh man, he's unplayable. Let's uh let's ship him, let's ship him to uh Detroit. Are you, you think was there any legitimacy to you remember that report came out that he wanted out, but like nobody cared? I mean it almost it almost I, feels I, like I, it wasn't legit. I believe he wants out. I mean, why would you want to get be on a team that gotten worse? Like you let you let Lonzo Ball go for for nothing. Like you didn't get nothing in return for him. Uh, you could tell he wasn't happy there. So I don't know why you wouldn't trade because you weren't making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't you at least get some pieces that's going to stay there that won't be better than that than Lonzo Ball, but at least be like make make your your so called star player happy. You you got to make him happy because if he leaves. Ticket sales is going down, going down a drain, and and you're not nobody's gonna want to attend your games because you got to take care of your star player. If you don't cater your star player, then what are you trying to trying to do as an organization? Because they can win games, but if if you you want to win championships like you so called say you want to, Zion got to be Zion has to be happy and. Him gaining weight shows that he's not happy because he doesn't do, he doesn't even care. 
Yeah, I, I was just reading an article saying uh, Zion North of 300 pounds uh, might be the start of his I want out campaign. So it's similar to just similar to what you were just saying. Uh, maybe it's uh, maybe it's a sign that that he ain't happy, you know. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm concerned about Zion. He was the first pick. Um, a lot of people was thinking that he had a chance to be the the next face of the league. Um, I'm concerned. Um, he's missed quite a few games, and he's only been in the league, what, is this uh, three years, two years? Ooh. I think it might be two two years. Yeah. No, I, think yeah. Be, I think it might be his third. Is this his third year? Let me see. What year was his draft? Zion Williamson. I was, yeah, he got drafted in 19. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I've got my concerns. Yeah. I'm I'm concerned. Uh, just a big guy, you know, and because the type of cause the type of player he is, he can't he can't do that at, at that weight. Like yeah. he's you know he explodes to the rim, he jumps high, he dunks with power. You ain't dunking at 300 pounds unless you shat and you yeah. seven and you seven three, but and he's not and he's not none of those. So, um, I'm really concerned. I mean, he he clearly wants out. Um, and if they don't give him an out and he does play in that 300, and he's just gonna hurt himself even worse if he tries to act like <laughs> he's not that weight class. So I'm concerned, man. He really needs to trim it down. But hey, bro, you on your rookie contract, man, you ain't going nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> hey, until, until that last day. Exactly. So, no, I nobody, mean, nobody uh, cares about him wanting out. I mean, he's he's there and he's going to be there. So he's he's. I think the the biggest thing for Zion is he he's got to get back on the court and show some show that he's got uh so that he's getting better. You know, um, I mean he he's Zion. He's got the name and he's you know Zion Zion is what he is. He's going to give you. He's going to shoot a high percentage because he's going to attack the rim. He's going to be in the paint. You know. Um, but like I always say, the best ability is availability. And you if you're not available, you're no good to anybody. I know, man, because boys uh, he's sitting at the end of that bench looking like Faison Love instead of Zion Williamson. <laughs> so hey man, you need to hey, you need to just hey, suck it up and get it together, man. Take care, take care of your body, man. Don't <laughs> Don't go fat to try to get out of a contract, man. Yeah, I mean, you only get my thing. Design. He young guy. You only get one shot at this stuff, man. Don't. Yeah. Don't 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 mess it up, man. You only get you only get one legit shot at this stuff, and you know all it takes is one bad injury, and then you Demarcus Cousins. You know you that that's the last thing I want from for Zion. I know he don't want that for himself. So, yeah. hopefully, he got somebody somebody in his corner that can that can talk to him. Uh. Get him back in shape. Get his get his mind back right because that's a you know I, I believe that's a mindset thing too. If you let yourself go go like that, because when I saw him, he did look huge, and not in a good way. Yeah. So get it together, Zion. We pulling for you. All right. Let's go to Odell Beckham Jr. Thoughts on Odell? Uh, <laughs> thoughts on Odell. Hey, man. Hey, man. I wish that dude the best, man. The Browns did him dirty. With a, hey, man. <laughs> I my I have family that's from Cleveland, and they're 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 Browns fans. They love the Browns to death. And I always tell them every year, man. It's the Browns. They're gonna find a way to. To screw things up, and here's another example of them screwing things up. You got arguably one of the best receivers in NFL, and you got a quarterback who cannot get him the ball. But for some reason, Odell's the problem. He can't throw the ball to himself. You want you want him to throw the ball and then run around the and catch it. Um, but. <laughs> The you know the organization they're behind Baker they think Baker's their man, which is 
which is good and all, but you know, I, I tell people a lot, like, ain't nothing worse than a quarterback that got job security. Because he doesn't care. He doesn't he doesn't have nobody hounding him on his back about, hey man, this dude gonna take your spot. Hey, bro, he doesn't have that problem at all. Uh the Browns backup, I think he is he is pretty good. I mean, he can't he can't get the ball to Odell. He doesn't have a problem with that, but Baker sure does. Um, but I think the Browns organization, man, they they really dropped the ball with this Odell thing. And uh they're still they're still a good team. Don't get me wrong. The Browns, you know, they still got good running backs. They got they still got um a good receiver, and you know, they got got a good defense. But they really dropped the ball with that, man. Odell is a weapon. Uh, people still have to look out for him when he runs his routes. He's still fast. Yep. But Browns dropped the ball on that one. Big time. They did, man. They um, they really had a chance to uh, to do something special there, I think. Um, but, you know, for for whatever reason, man, it just didn't, just didn't work out. Looks like they're um, – they're working on his release as we speak. Um, so as far as landing spots, man, I think for for Odell, man, if you can get to if you can get to Tampa Bay, that's the move, right? Hey, bro, what they say when Brady call and you answer? <laughs> right. Hey, if if they let Brady pick up that phone first, <laughs> but um, there's a lot of spots he can go other than just Tampa Bay. I mean, there's other good teams that need need a receiver i mean every team needs a, re- a receiver in his caliber but there are other teams other than tampa bay that's that's championship caliber um that can make a deep run in the playoffs um you know you got uh you know my brother said uh uh baltimore would be a Ooh, good landing like spot that. for him i like that they're a good little team this year and you got a you got a, a nice young quarterback with an arm that can throw the ball that that can ex, ex, expand the play on the field, so that, hey, that's another good look for him that he can go. And then every year he can, you know, he can give it to the Browns like they gave it to him. So that's good karma. Uh, you know, it's just it's just a lot of good possibilities. For it him looks now that like he can, uh, he can pick his own spot. It looks like his preferences are the Seahawks, the 49ers, and the Saints. Now, for all y'all out there that don't know me, I am a big 49er fan. Hey, I've been a 49er fan since Jay Rice, Ronnie Lott. Hey, man, I've been a I've been a fan. So if he comes to my team, hey man, we got a quarterback that can throw throw you throw you that thing. <laughs> so and, and he and he don't mind it. And we got hey, we got a good solid defense. So but uh Hey, if he comes to the Niners, man, hey, you ain't gonna get nothing but good love out there on that West Coast, baby. Looking at uh, as far as uh, salaries are concerned, it'll be tough for the Niners. They would have to they would have to do some additional moves to be able to to get him to pay him what's left on his salary. But uh, yeah, but the Seahawks have the room. If I went down the list from top to bottom, be uh, Jaguars, Eagles, Broncos, Seahawks, Panthers, Chargers, Steelers. Um, Washington football team and the Bengals. And that's everybody with enough cap space without that's without doing anything um yeah. to get uh to get Odell. So it'd be it'd be interesting how that ends up. Um very interesting how that ends up. Anybody that anybody on that list is able to reach out to them and get them, you know, they might have to to let somebody go on the back end, but anybody else would have to do some type of uh some type of renegotiating. Uh, some type of some type of way to free up that the the money that's required to pay him. Um, so it'd be interesting to see what happens. It's unfortunate that it, work, that it didn't work out where he was. Um, but I think for for Odell, um, for him to him going elsewhere is going to be good for him because it just wasn't working out. And sometimes it just don't work out. That's in anything, man. That's in. Hey, that's in jobs. That's in that's in relationships. Sometimes it just don't work out, man. So, hey, hopefully he finds something something bigger and better. Because uh, I still believe he's got a lot to offer an NFL team, you know. And it's again, it's unfortunate that the that the Browns couldn't figure it out. But 
for Odell himself. I think he's got a lot of football left in him. So best of luck to him and his future endeavors. All right. So we'll uh the last thing we uh we wanted to talk about was uh I sent uh Preston, I sent you an article about uh Ruiz um having interest in fighting Deontay Wilder. What are yes. your thoughts behind that type of type of fight? Because for the record, let's just put it on the record, you have never been a Deontay Wilder fan ever. Never. Never. You Never. told me from the beginning that you thought he was a fraud and he couldn't box <laughs> from the from the beginning. Hey, I disagree from his first knockout. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I disagree. Hey, but and you told me what Tyson Fury was gonna do. I thought I thought Wilder had him, but you told me, and I gotta give you, I gotta give you flowers for that. You told me from the beginning, man, come box, and he was gonna get out boxed. Matter of fact, hey, I remember more, I remember when I was when you told me that. I was at I was at Harbor Freight. And I think I was looking for a, a weed eater or something. Yeah. I forget what I was looking for. You was about to do the yard. Yeah, I was about to do the yard, man. But you told me. But what you think about this about Ruiz? I, I believe they're in the same camp, um, so they've got the same uh, management, same promotion. Um, so it'll be a basically a team on team fight. Ruiz says it's just business. What do you think about the fight itself? I'm gonna backtrack and I'm gonna I'm gonna give Wilder props on his last fight because he did a lot better than I thought he was. It was an awesome fight. It was a great fight. But like I said, man, call a spade a spade. Um, I think hey man, I really don't I don't, I don't think it's going to happen because I don't think anybody really cares because everybody wants to see who Fury's going to fight or I guess see what happens with Josh. We'll see if he gets his bill back from a boy, which I doubt. Um, but if it does happen, um, I mean, I guess it's a layup for Wilder, right? I mean, because don't get me wrong. If oh boy's last fight, man, was just bad. Like he didn't even care. Josh was just jabbing him up, running around. He just looked uninterested. Even he said he didn't train, right? Correct. Said he didn't so, train. I can't. I mean, I, it, it'd be a layup for Wilder because, I mean, I, he says his business, but I mean, where was? I mean, what was his last fight? Was it was it Joshua? You know what? I I don't even know what his last fight was. That's a that's a great question. So, um, I mean, for him to for him to call out for him to call out. Wilder, man, it's, it's probably just a money grab. It ain't, it ain't, yeah, he's right. It is business. Hey, he probably need, needs some more money. So he's <laughs> right. It's, it's business. It ain't, it ain't personal. It's business. He just need that check that fighting somebody like Wilder, Wilder would get you. But I don't even think the money would be there because I don't think anybody is interested in a, a Wilder fight anymore. I mean, some of his fans might be, but if you ain't fighting for a, cha a championship belt, Let's see. It looks like uh, his last fight was a Chris Ariola. I don't. I have no idea who that is. Um, tell, tell me where it was televised at. I think it was an ESPN fight, actually. Mm. But but anyway, um, won the main event. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I actually it was a, it was Fox pay per view. This was back in May. Looks like it. Was, it. it probably was like one of those first card fights. You know, when people just walking in the door. <laughs> They just see him fight. He knock him out, and everybody's like, "Yay!" But there's only 15 people in the stands because people are still walking in because they know the main event don't start to 12. Yeah, it was a it was, <laughs> was non-title fight apparently. So, yeah. Um, my thoughts on the Ruiz uh, Ruiz Wilder thing. I think uh, first of all, I don't know if Wilder's gonna take the fight. Um. I don't know if Ruiz is going to draw the type of money that he's looking for. Um, but then again, I don't know who else Wilder is going to fight. So Wilder might not have a choice here. I don't know. Um, he doesn't necessarily ha he doesn't have a mandatory because he doesn't have a belt at the moment. Um, so he can pretty much make whatever fight he wants to, except for Fury, because Fury's not going to fight him again. Um, 
Wilder's uh Wilder really didn't have many options here. I think I think the Ruiz fight makes sense. Uh, maybe even the Joshua fight makes sense. Um, but I don't I don't I really don't even see Joshua wanting to take that fight with Wilder. I think the only way that fight will happen is if like he doesn't doesn't rematch for his belt. Talking about Fury Wilder? Talking about uh talking about um Joshua. Joshua. Okay. Yeah. If he doesn't if he doesn't get do, do the rematch, I that's the only way I can see him even entertaining the fight. But you know, if he does get his belt back somehow, um, then no, that fight, that that Joshua fight will never happen. My thing is, uh, I wonder if uh, Ruiz would, would uh, want to fight Joshua a third time because they've only fought twice, right? Yeah, yeah. I wonder. I wonder what the what the deal is behind him not having a, a third fight. Maybe because that second fight was so one. Second fight, second fight was so so probably so terrible. The numbers, <laughs> the numbers didn't add. Hey, because at the end of the day, man, it's all about money. And if and if your your pay per view sales ain't your pay per view buys ain't ain't adding up, man, you can forget about that 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 trilogy, dog. You ain't getting it. Yeah, exactly. I think um, I was reading too where uh, Ruiz actually wanted to fight Fury, but that that'll just go bad for him. That'll that'll be real bad. I think as far as the heavyweight division is concerned, the fight to make. There really isn't one. I mean, you could pair you you could have Joshua fight Wilder, have Joshua fight Fury, but as far as I'll tell you what, the guy that beat Joshua, it might be interesting to see if they can start pairing him with some of those uh some of those big name guys. I forget what that guy's name was, but he handled Joshua pretty easily. And I believe he's undefeated as well. So undefeated. Him and him and a Wilder or him and a Fury might might be um the fight to make right now i think if joshua does the rematch and and he floors him then he has he has to fight fury there's there's no there's nobody else to fight he's undefeated there's no point of fighting uh wilder so hey he he, he has to hey bro, he has to fight fury there, there, there wouldn't be no other interesting fight but that fight i mean he can go ahead and fight fight bums all day and, and win but i mean you want to prove you best so right now fury's the best and you hey you gotta take a shot at the crown yep the guy's name is usik or usik usik or usik however you want to pronounce it but he beat joshua 117 112 116 112 115 113 so unanimous it wasn't even close yeah man it wasn't it wasn't close man when i was watching it and just the way he was picking him apart, it was just bad. And then that 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 last round, hey, you you forgot Joshua was even was even had the belt. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, you was like, man, look at that bum. But I hey, think bro, uh, normal normally what happens in that situation. There's got to be some type of rematch clause, and there is. I just I just looked it up. Anthony Joshua is expected to invoke his rematch clause. I think it's a bad idea for Joshua. Yeah, man, it's bad. I mean, the way. Don't get me wrong. I mean, he boxed it as good as he could. I mean, obviously, he's going to figure out a new technique, a new way to, to to come at the fight. But what was just just. Hey man, he was just nice. He had energy from from the, from the first round to the last. Joshua just he just couldn't he just couldn't he couldn't shake him. And our boy just hey, he had a game plan. He stuck to it, executed it, did nothing change it, and he came out on top. And uh, just in closing, here I'm reading that. Uh... Tyson Fury's dad says it's basically for, for Tyson Fury as Usyk or Usyk, however you want to pronounce it. They got to be Joshua, Joshua or nobody. So that's where that's where the Fury camp's looking. Uh, looks like their next fight is going to be going to be him. But um, with the rematch clause being invoked, 
more than likely he's going to have to win that second fight with uh with Joshua to be able to get to Fury. So just just keeping eyes on the heavyweight division. Well, it looks like that's the the most boxing action we're getting right now anyway. Hey, but doesn't that mean that uh if they if they fight again, that means Fury has to fight somebody too, right? Or he's going to lose his belt? No, or, uh, not necessarily. No? Um it depends. Now, he'll, he'll get a mandatory. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure who his mandatory would be. It'll probably be somebody we've never heard of. Um, but yeah, he'll have a mandatory sometime in, in between that. So he'll 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 have a fight. It won't be anybody we recognize. Um, but in the case that they, that he doesn't have a mandatory, he should be able to be able to he should be able to pick his opponent. Um, and in that case, um, looks like he's got his eyes on Usyk being the only guy out there that's undefeated, really. So it's gonna be a good fight. Seemed like it'd be an interesting fight, man. Um. Again, I ain't seen a guy Tyson Fury size that can box like him, and it looked like Usyk was uh, like Usyk Usyk can box, so that might be a good matchup because Wilder ain't no boxer; he's just a puncher. Um, Joshua looks like he should be able to box, but for some reason he's like, when I look at him, I'm like, okay, he can box, but he just looked tired all the time to me or something. I don't know what it is about Joshua, but I'm I haven't been impressed. He looked tired all the time. Like, it looked like uh, maybe that, maybe all that Under Armour <laughs> equipment ain't working. <laughs> so maybe he need to go to traditional boxing or something. I don't know, but yeah, he just be looking tired. He get hit once, and it's just like throws him off. But hey, like that Mike Tyson saying, everybody got a plan till they get hit. Exactly. Well, uh, we'll wrap up here. Um, this is a variety of topics. Like we said, we, we don't like to just hit one topic. We'll talk about anything. Uh, we'll bring up anything. We'll discuss anything. Um, I heard you had some interesting dialogue with your dad about uh, one, of, one of the topics we ended with uh, last week. You want to talk about it real quick before we go? <laughs> uh yeah, man. So, hey, my me and my dad, man, we we having lots of good discussions, and he heard what I said about the WNBA, and he's he's definitely for the WNBA. And let me let me say this: I'm not saying that 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 the women in the sport are terrible. They're 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 good athletes. I'm just saying the WNBA as an organization is 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 bad, and they don't really care about their players because it's really their it's really their second job. That's their second job. Their first job is whatever makes them more money than the WNBA because the WNBA is not paying them. But yeah, man. So man. I mean that that's got to be on another episode because if I talk about the WNBA, man, that's just, we got to we got to go into depth because I need people to understand that I'm not bashing these women, just the organization. Yeah, I I, the, we we agree on the. I, I I think we're not we're not talking about uh we're not talking about the personnel. We're talking about the product. Yeah, you know that, right. that's that's the product's bad. It's, yeah. It's, is 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 being pushed out bad. It 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 should be making more money. They should be making more money, but just the WNBA product is is bad, and they need to scrap it and think of something else. And along those lines, I um, you know, I'm a I'm a former uh baseball player, and I I don't always think the 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 product that baseball is pushing out is the best. Honestly, um, I think it's a better product during the playoffs. But during the regular season, I don't think it's a good product. So, again, as we always end it, we welcome the conversation. We welcome anybody to take a listen. Uh, we'd be more than happy to have you on the show um, so we can debate these topics, discuss them uh, professionally. Uh, we want to keep it professional, uh, keep it courteous. Um, and, again, we're willing to talk about anything. Um, if you, you guys bring it up, we'll, uh, we'll address it. We'll talk about it. We'll bring you in. We'll listen to you. We'll give you the floor to speak. We won't interrupt you. Um, but we we welcome the conversation. We are more than more than happy to 
to have you on. So again, if you hear this, because uh, you know, like like I said before, you know, if if somebody you know strongly disagrees about my stance on the WNBA, you know, I I I would love to hear it. I would love to hear your output, your opinion, and and then I want to hear what what have you done for them lately, <laughs> other than probably waste my time of you talking to it because I'm pretty sure you're not out there protesting with them. You're not out there. You're not on social media protesting with them or even in the conversation. You're, you're like me. You're sitting back being like, oh, man, this sucks. And then when somebody talks about it like me, oh, man, no, you need to you need to stop degrading women. And but, but you're not doing nothing to help them. I mean, nobody's doing nothing to help them. So I would love to hear after you, after you tell me your good stance on it, I want to hear what you what have you done for the WNBA? Because I'm pretty sure you're like me, you're flicking through that channel. So, food for thought, be an interesting conversation. I I welcome it. Um, I, I I would like for anybody to, that that can come on. I'm giving you the opportunity to change my mind about any stance. Um. Again, this is this is open dialogue. We welcome you. But also yeah, it's up on Facebook, Twitter, wherever. Yep, wherever you may hear it, we appreciate you. Uh, we thank you for listening. Um, again, this is Preston Graves, Aaron Shipman. Uh, somebody got to say it. Again, we'll be back. Uh, we'll try to have everything posted and ready every Monday uh, for you guys. And again, uh, feel free to leave us a comment. Um, send us a message if you want to be on. We'll work out the logistics, get you on, and and have some, uh, some good open dialogue about whatever you may want to discuss. Again, we appreciate everybody listening. Uh, thank you all, and you all have a blessed day. Peace.